Bom dia, bom dia. Bom dia. We are here ready for one more podcast, Fortunato podcast, getting very popular out there, huh? We are getting some so. good comments. I'm pretty excited Indeed. for the outcome. We also are getting ready to go to California next week. We're going to spend the whole week training there at the headquarters. We're going to participate on the ICP course. What we did already, we're going to recycle and learn and review everything again. I'm very, very excited to spend the whole week there training with different people and meeting new friends, seeing yeah, old friends. Yeah. It's a very special uh, month for me. This month, uh, last month, it was nine years since I received my black belt from my master. So I talked with him last week and uh, he told me to put my third degree on my black belt. <laughs> but I feel very honorable to achieve such a rank in Jiu-Jitsu. I never thought to get so far. Actually, when I started to train Jiu-Jitsu back in Brazil, my professor was still a purple belt. Oh, wow. Yes, there is no black belts in my whole city. You know, in Brazil. What was it? Uh, uh, what, what, what year? That was 1999. When I first went to the gym the first time, I remember it was a purple belt, four stripe teaching the class. And then right after he got his brown belt, and then like maybe like two years after he got his black belt. That's crazy. So it was, you know, I, I remember like I used to look at him and say like, wow, brown belt, oh my gosh. You know, yeah. and time goes and you train and you like it. And here I am, like nearly 10 years on the rank of black belt, sharing jiu-jitsu with a lot fast. of people. And uh, yeah, life is good, man. So happy to to get here. It goes fast, no? Yeah, healthy and, you know, very awesome. good. How do you feel? Three stripes and everything? Very good, man. The next one is what, like five years after? Yeah, uh, another five years for the five. next stripe. Now so the first three, three years, three years, uh -huh. three years, and then five, five seven, seven, seven. 31 years of uh, black belt to achieve the next rank, the black and red belt. In the end of the day, it's just a belt to hold your <laughs> gi, doesn't matter too much. But of course, when you when you progress and you see your belt changing colors and getting stripes, it's, it's your personal achievement, you know? Like, you don't have to like be telling everybody like I'm doing now. You don't yeah. have to be telling everybody like <laughs> I'm doing now, like, hey, I got my stripe. But it's, uh, it's a personal achievement, yeah. you know, it's... No, you feel happy with you and you feel proud of yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice, really, really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. No, and it feels huge, like, for, uh, for me, uh, when I get it, it's just like a, a recognition that we're stepping up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that, that's the same thing, the same yeah. thing. No, cool. And um, what, one of the things that that we're gonna ask if we have, we have a couple of questions. Then a little reminder that Jackson said next week, we're gonna have the, the gym closed so that way we can go and study a little bit more and, and submerge ourselves more into the culture that that in California in the gym there and then in Grace Academy. So we're gonna be there just enjoying and learning more jujitsu with them and having that mindset with them. So that way we can, we can share more. And we have a couple of questions, and then hopefully next week as well, we're gonna do a podcast there. It's gonna be exciting, so tune in for that. And then, so let's go. Let's go for the questions, ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. What so we have today. So we answered the question before on how to recover a little bit faster after the training, 
and how to come back if you get injured. But we didn't answer the question about how can we prevent injuries. Mm-hmm. So only it's part of the recovery, but how to prevent, how to train well, how to um, come in with a clean slate so that way you prevent the injuries coming in in the training, prevent the injuries after the training. So how can we in somehow prevent injuries so we can have that long-term mm-hmm. uh, training? So what yes. do you think of your um, Related to injuries, I think there's two main factors that get you injured. One of them, it's you being stubborn and you don't want to tap, you don't want to you don't want to get yourself in a bad position yeah. and you end up Loose. like exploding and moving the wrong time and you get injured with many different ways that you, you can get injuries doing that. You know, you do, just don't want to accept that situation that's happened there yeah. and you try to go crazy and that's a, a big factor of injuries. Yeah. Another one is just like freaking accidents. You know, yeah. freaking accidents that happen. Control, you know, yeah. like, imagine me training with a girl, not training, I was just teaching her, and my nail got inside her eye lens yeah. and scratched the corner of her eye. Yeah. Me showing, like, teaching her class number yeah. three, and accidentally, I, I I hit her with my, my pinky and my nail was not big or anything, it just like cut the corner of her eye, mm. you know, and uh, and I remember she stopped to come training, I, I contacted her and I said, hey, what's happened? She said, oh, you're not going to believe what's happened. That day I was practicing with you, yeah, you hit, I didn't, I didn't even know in the time, like yeah. we kept training, she didn't say anything and she said, you hit with your, with your pinky inside my eye and you cut the corner out of my eye, the, the cornea, thing, huh? cornea yeah. of my eye, and I actually had to do eye surgery. <laughs> I was like, what? What just happened here? You know, luckily it was a very simple surgery. You know, she had eye lens before, like contact lens before, and, uh, and she wanted to do the eye sick surgery anyway, you know, so that was a push for her to go and do it. And, uh, and she's back in training, like, solid and consistent yeah, no there, you know, but, like, this is an example of, yeah, like, freak freaking accident, nature yeah. of an accident that happened in the gym, you don't even see it, and you end up getting a little injured, you know, like, mm. not little, this was kind of, a, she keeps saying that was little, but for me it's big because it's an injury in the eye that I never heard before, you know, and uh, it happens, it happens all the time. You know, another thing that I see that I keep saying to students all the time, like people sit in the mats after training like this, right? People yeah. sit in the mats like so that. So you have the what, they have the hand a little bit back as base and then Jackson has yeah, the feet like, like a forward. Sitting here, tired after training, maybe talk with your partner and your arms right there. And there is two more guys rolling there, two heavyweights rolling there. Okay, True. and then the guy sweep the other guy and sweep on the arm yeah. and then hurt you there. I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen in the gym. The guy had like a shoulder injury for a couple of months because he was sitting in the mats. In the wrong and, spot. and I remember like my, my, my master back in Brazil saying like, hey, don't keep your hand like that. He used to pass to us, walk and he used to like sleep. <laughs> he like kick the hand and then you sleep on the floor and you look at him like, hey, what's up? Like, don't keep your hand like that, mm. you know? And this is something like, happen you know, like you're in an environment where people are training and injuries just happen you know so how to prevent it the first the first factor is 
is the easiest, right? Mm -hmm. You have control on it. Boys. Okay. Yeah, Just, you have control, but it's a little bit hard to, yeah, to do. Yeah, you have yeah. to have a lot of mental yeah. control to do that, right? You don't be stubborn and don't go like, that's the last minute of your life on escape yeah. or even on, a, on attack or, you know, and that's going to probably increase the chances of you getting injured. So you have control on that. That's the part that's, and I believe that's what happened mostly, you know, mostly of the injuries happen out of this yeah, number one factor. One. Yeah, you the know? first one is the major one. I think this one is the one that you have control on it, you can minimize. And uh, and then the second one, the yeah, freaking the control, nature right. of accidents that happen in the gym, it's uh, it's much harder to control. You know, just mm, time just probably having, yeah. time in the mat is gonna probably teach you how to behave in a way that you you can get less freak accidents like this. You know, uh, me personally, I had a lot of injuries in jiu-jitsu before. And in the last five years, since I started to study Jiu-Jitsu in a different way and, uh, and learning, practicing with different people with a more, yeah. <clears throat> with a more mature mindset during the training, I haven't got injured like forever now, you know? Yeah. And this is like huge for me that I haven't, I haven't like complaining. I have tendinitis on my elbow, what's, it's just like, this is the third factor, right? There's mm. the first factor, there's the second one. The third factor is just like overuse your body in a way that yeah. you're gonna feel some kind of pain, you know? And that's what's happening in my elbows because of the constant gripping. You know, I have to maintain some exercise and stretching. Otherwise I have tendinitis in the elbow. What's, hmm. it's very mild right now and come and goes. But this is the only thing that I have, you know, like well, everything else, like I used to have like knee pain, shoulder, neck, especially, oh my God, neck injuries is like so much out there, neck and ribs, you know, and most of them can be avoided with the right mindset, mm. you know, like you don't be stubborn in training and No, I like that, the, the controlling part, the other control one, and then the, the other one is senescence. It, I think it, that, that's a word that, that I have learned pretty recently, that it just comes with age and comes with years of training and mm -hmm. everything. It's just decaying of, of the body, that is just natural. It's um, funny, like we talk about this because today, like with the, with the experience that I have, I can kind of see the chance of getting injured right there. You know, like yeah. when I'm in a position, in a situation that I, I kind of tell myself, like, there's a risk here. Yeah. There is a risk right here, you know. Should I keep? Should I risk it or should not? Push it, yeah. You know, but of course you can't be in so much control of your body that you can detect that situation there yeah. and avoid it. You know, sometimes impulsively you just go and and you do it, and then that happens. But later, you feel like there is this red light that clicks, like, hey, why? Uh oh, yeah. Uh -oh. Why? Why? Why jump over this? position here, you know, like, or maybe like a crazy guard yeah. pass, the guy push you, like, hit the head on the floor, hurt your neck, you know, like, is that worth it, or should be more concerned here, wait, see what my partner gonna do more, yeah. and then let it go, so I've been able to apply that, I've been able to control that, and that's probably what's keep me off injuries for a long time now, back mm -hmm. injury gone, foundation training came and cut it off, yeah. Um, what do I do to prevent injuries physically? Uh, to keep your body in shape and keep your body strong, 
you know, lots of uh -huh. stretching, foundation training. We've been doing a lot of Wim Hof method, you know, ice. And I like to run. I like to run. I do at least like five to ten miles a week. You know, I always, always do like three, four days of running a week. Um, very concerning too, the way you prepare yourself to don't get injured and then you end up getting injured with a parallel activity, mm. you know, like you go and crossfit and jiu-jitsu, <laughs> uh, running and jiu-jitsu, you know, like weightlifting and jiu-jitsu, you know. It's everything. crazy that sometimes more people that were well, in my experience in the, in the few years that I have in jiu-jitsu, more people are getting injured with the outside mm -hmm. activity than jiu-jitsu. So that's, for me, was surprising that most people just go out and do something else and they get injured outside from mm -hmm. it. So in, in, in the, the curious part is that most people are worried about jujitsu get, getting yourself injured mm -hmm. doing it. But actually you don't get that injury if you know what you're doing yeah. and if you have good coaches and everything at your school so that way they can hand, handle that stuff and, and protect you in that manner enough for you mm -hmm. to give you some safety tips and all that stuff. Um, but you know what's great? Uh, the biggest achievement that we have in our business and at the gym today is exactly related to that. Mm. Injuries are so low in the gym you know, uh, comparing with all the other academies that I had and uh, I participate and I trained, you know, I think our, our gym doing amazing. I remember in my, in my last, in my previous academy in London, we used to have a form that the coach that was teaching the class have to fill up in case of an injury. So mm. we have a data, database of all the injuries that happened during the year, you know, so Jeez. everybody that had injured, like, ah, oh, what's happened? Ah, oh, Rafael broke his finger in the trench yesterday. You need to go there, I got a form, put the student <laughs> name, fill up with everything what's happened there, and file it. Oh, you know, man. and I remember like, by the end of the year, we go in that file, and there is like, man, so much work to do that, because it was a lot of forms. But this is something that if you, if you are in a gym that there is a lot of, if you're a teacher and your gym have a lot of injuries, this is something that you can actually study, you know, like, yeah. Make a form where you can report the all, these ones, yeah. all these injuries. So by the end of the year, you can go through them and see, like, have a, a little pattern of what's happening in your gym re re related to to injuries. You know, and uh, my partner in London, he was so organized and he was so uh, so dedicated to have the gym in a, in a, in a extra level of organization that he made this form. Hmm of um, the injury form, you know, we used That's to fill it up. But he was too organized, he made the form <laughs> to the form. One day he made, <laughs> he made a form oh, for us to fill up, like with all the forms, if you have to, man, it was crazy, it's such a Plus interesting. Plus yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, No, ju just to include um, on, on the point of view, on the control one, I agree with Jackson on the mindset that I think that's the most injuries that you can get in jiu-jitsu if you don't have your mindset like license control meaning not only on the part that you don't tap but like jackson says sometimes you have like a red alert like okay this move is a little bit too risky for me and for my mm -hmm. partner so understanding that part understanding that sometimes you go with a partner understanding that you can lower the intensity a little bit the more intense you go the higher the risk of the of the of the injury so if you train, for example, in a gym that does only self-defense, you have the chance of getting less injured because you don't have no motivation to compete or anything. So it's just only for movement and exercise and, and learning how to defend yourself and all that stuff. 
But if you include it to the competition part, that's gonna be more risky because you have to go 100% yeah. in five minutes, 10 minutes, depending yeah. on the time that you're working on, on the competition, depending on the rules. So depending where you go, that's the thing that you have to like look for. Then if you want to prevent the injuries before the, which whatever gym you have, you can do the, the eating right, stretching in before, getting your body right, like workouts and everything, so that way your body feels healthy and not all stiff. You need yeah. a lot of movement and everything. It's funny because one of the coaches was joking around that when he gets a little bit older, his goal is just to get big and mm -hmm. be no neck, basically. I was right, I was right, laughing right. because he doesn't care. Like, he just want to be um, and big and bodybuilder and mm -hmm. type of style, you know? And yeah, so... Like, yeah, so if if that's the goal that you want, I recommend not to do jiu jitsu because it's gonna be super hard to do that. Yeah. But there's some people that do actually bodybuilding and everything, physique stuff, and they do it still, but it's gonna be limited, you know? So depending on what you do, keep that in mind. You need a lot of movement, you need a lot of fluidity when you do jiu jitsu, yeah? So for the last one, actually, you can transition well for what how to pick the right gym for you how to pick the right academy for you so we get, we did a video like a long time ago just talking about this topic but this is super cool because jackson had different gyms that he helped out um and and this can be value for you if you're still deciding not only which gym you want to you want to pick but you don't know how to pick one. so we can talk about it now that's that's a beautiful transition. so what do you think uh, I think there is um, there is two types of customers. There is the student that come for himself, and there is the student that the, there is the parent that come for his kids, or for the wife, or for somebody related to him. You know. So if you were the student that you're looking for a gym, where do you start? You go online. You Google yeah. Jiu Jitsu near me. You go there. You look at the reviews. You look at the pictures and then you decide and then it's time for you to take a decision like oh man this gym here look look nice and go there do a pro do a intro class see what they offer yeah. you know and uh and experience and see how you feel and uh what's the 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 red flags when you go for the first time in a gym and uh and you never know, you've never been in a jiu-jitsu gym before. So yeah. everything for you there, you think it's correct, right? Uh, does, did you sign a waiver before you go? Did you train, did you roll straight away on the first class? Mm -hmm. How's the first class? Did the professor instruct you that there is two different programs, fundamentals and advanced programs? You know, let me give. Uh, let me ask for the people that are outside there. When you say you sign a waiver before, that's a red flag. What do you mean by that? Like if you go to a gym and nobody asks you to sign a waiver, ah, okay, okay, just, yeah, just get you in and go. Okay. you know, like that's a red flag for yeah. me. It's a red flag. Like you go to the gym, and the person don't worry is about so, the waiver. Yeah, yeah. Okay. person is so excited that wants to become a student. That's not taking care of. A yeah, very important part, important part you first, know, yeah. like to protect the student and the business. And the academy, you know, yeah. it's very important. Step number one: sign up, sign the waiver, read the waiver, see what says there. You know, just look at the waivers already. If I go to a gym, just looking at the waiver or a doctor that you have to sign the paperwork, yeah. you already see yes. a little bit of the structure where you are, right? Yeah. There is, 
a guy that's gonna come with a piece of paper and gonna just ask you to sign mm. there's another guy that's gonna come with an ipad it's all the waiver there nice and clean mm. there's another way that the student gonna have to sign up the waiver before he comes to the gym he goes online and there is the waiver section there he goes he signed get everything ready yeah. when he arrived at the gym he already no have set. a uniform waiting for him there you know this is this is tells, yeah. tells you a lot this arrival this approach first already tells you a lot which environment you're walking in true you know so these are like little things that you can you can just pay attention and see if they are okay you know and then the train itself you know, today, uh, with the experience that I have, that I've been teaching Jiu-Jitsu for many years now, you know, what we apply in the gym today is, seems to be so effective and so efficient, yeah. you know, for a brand new student that walking, like sometimes he's not even a student because my, our gym is inside the sports centers. We share a sports center with soccer and other activities. So we, we get many students that walked in for something else. Yeah. The student True. walking yeah. in, for a birthday party. He come to ask if you do birthday parties, soccer birthday parties. And then I was there in the front desk and he like, hey, what are you guys doing there? Ah, jiu-jitsu, oh, what's jiu-jitsu? I would like to try and that guy become a student. You know, so it's it's a random guy that was just walking by and he got interested because he saw it. He saw jiu-jitsu happening there. And then, yeah. and then, oh, that guy's so vulnerable, you know? Everything you tell him, he's just gonna believe on you and he's gonna do what you, you instruct him to do. You know, so these things are, are very, very important, you know, and uh, that brings me to uh, how structure is the program that you've been offered, you know, mm -hmm. like what, what's uh, a simple question that you can do like, hey, uh, so what's my goal as a student? Like, what, what's the goal should I have when, when I sign up? You know, the, the coach going to come and like, hey, you like the class you want to sign up? Yeah, I want to sign up. But. What should I, what should be my, my main goal now mm. after I sign up? What what should I look for? You know how do you answer that? You know like ah no just come and train man you're good just come <laughs> and train just man get your gear come and train every day you're good to go don't worry about it. You know that's what I I would answer years ago. You know like they say what's my goal man don't worry about it just come and train you're gonna be okay okay. <laughs> Today All I can path. I can tell you much more than that. Yeah. I can tell you him much more look. Your goal right now is to make these classes here one time. That's your main goal right now. If you do all these classes here one time, all these classes of your program here, the fundamentals mm -hmm. program, we have this. The second step. 36 class, 23 classes. If you fill this card here one time, that's your main goal now. And then your second goal is going to be complete this card, do the, 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 the reflex classes, and then you're going to set your next goal that's going to be your colored belt. Yeah. You know, like... This for would be for a student that you see like he need like small. Yeah, they know those steps. Yeah, step by follow, step, yeah. you know, like he want a goal that he can achieve without being too long doing that. You know, yeah. you can feel that on the student like. And then uh, other students, like a guy that already do jiu-jitsu, he come as a blue belt already. We ha we've been getting a lot of people, right, coming from with different backgrounds in jiu-jitsu and actually people that got injured in the other place and they kind of gave up and they want to yeah. give a next try you know like man that guy he is a warrior a guy that got injured in jiu-jitsu he stopped and he decided to give like another a second chance. shot that guy man he's a black there's a black belt hidden inside him you know he's yeah. a guy that's if you put him the right path he's gonna get as far as we did you in know? the system like, that he needed 
Yes. Actually, before, yeah. You know, we had a recently case, right? The guy came and he hurt his knee in the other gym and he could not train anymore. And he was telling me all about it and like very, very concerned, like very brought me so many questions like, ah, but what about this? And uh, how many classes do I have to do to get the I say like, hey, no, it's, I answer it's him everything. everything. Mm -hmm. You know, but I could feel the fear of him like stepping in an unknown like atmosphere again, again yeah. like he did before and that didn't go well, you know. He, it's scary. Man. Yeah, it's... Injury again and it's, everything. It's scary, you know, so it's, um, it's very important to... Yeah give the student the right hope and also the right information for him to set his goals in jiu-jitsu, tell him exactly what he should do to avoid certain things and achieve and others, you know, and uh, of course, if you have like an online platform that you can offer to the student and get him all settled, you know, yeah, that's extra all tools that make it a uh, great experience, you know, and uh, so and uh, we notice a lot of uh, when you run a martial art business, there's something called retention. That's the heart of your business right there, right? The retention, like sign up students, not the hard part. There's a lot of people that come, they try the class, they stay, they go, you know, but how to keep that student in the class, yeah. you know, like the retention process, like how that student going to stay there, even if he's traveling, Three maybe years. he's going to freeze his membership for a couple of months, he's going to come back. You know, I think we are doing so good with that. It's so good, like how much our students are consistent and they are solid on the programs. They've been in contact, they've been participating on the events that we do. They've been coming to the game day to help with the kids, you know, and uh, it's, it's just major. like very, 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 very nice the way yeah. that everything is happening now. No, the, and, and you have to see that as a, as a client when you come in, how many students for years that they have? Do they have a small group? Mm -hmm. If a small group, and that's uh, basically the whole class, mm -hmm. you want to be there because that means that there's not people staying there for years. They're just like filtering people yeah. like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, if you see, yeah, true. if you see like a bunch of white belts and everything, the class is super friendly and everything. And then I'm gonna break it down to give you more context for you guys to have a little bit more value. So depending first, you have to write down what's the purpose of you going to that school. Yeah. And that's why I explained a little bit earlier if you have the competition side or you have the self-defense side. So which one is yours? The competition side is you're gonna compete, go to tournaments, win medals and everything. So you're gonna look for an academy that has a bunch of medals around. Oh, even not, even not, even the sergeant interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe your goal is not even like to compete or you, you go to a, uh, a jiu-jitsu gym, uh, focus on competitions, but you know that you're never going to compete. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember that you're going to be in that environment with people that are going to compete. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. that's a very important thing to, to say. Like, no, I'm never going to compete, but you are part of a group that goes that to, compete. to compete. So they train in a way that totally they are preferring to compete, and you're going to be part of that mm -hmm. environment there. Yeah. No, and that's that makes a, a huge difference. So that's why the, you have those type of two mentality. And when Jackson says there's one in the middle that that wants to learn maybe the the other side, I recommend if you're in the middle, you don't know where to go. You go. You should go to the self defense side. That way you're a little bit more safer in that manner. Because the, then you go to the competition, like Jackson said, you go to that environment, and it's gonna be worse because they they have to train in a way that is too intense because they have to win. They have to win in a in a in a compact period of time. So 
the training the training method and the training goal the training techniques everything the context is different when you go to the gym so you have to ask yourself do you want to compete or do you want to just learn jiu-jitsu if you want to just learn it go to a self-defense uh, oriented academy and now we're going to let you know what's the difference between both right you go to a competition gym you're going to see a bunch of medals like i was saying you come in uh most of them most of them not to say like the majority they're gonna have the medals around. They're gonna have that that type of like a proudness of of the of the of the trophies. So in the environment, you're gonna talk to them and everything. Hey, how many tournaments do you go? They go almost like every week or every mm -hmm. like once a month or something like yeah. that. I'm, I'm not familiar to it mm -hmm. because my first experience was directly with Jackson, directly with self defense. So I didn't have that experience on that part. But uh, from the stories that I heard, and one time that I went to one of the academies, it's just medals around. They have. Uh, the cages if they go like MMA or something like that so they have all the stuff that you know that they compete and then you see the people as well how they train mm -hmm. the curriculum and everything try it out you will know yeah. you will know in just in a couple of days you will know that they're a competition gym now you go to the other side and on the competition part to to give other content careful with the with the waiver when you sign it read it please on the competition side sometime it happened with one gym with one of the parents that we had they signed the waiver and they got it into a contract like right away. Um, so they got closed for two years. So when you have the waiver, make sure that it's not a contract, mm -hmm. it's just a waiver. After you do the trial, make sure that you're reading exactly what you're getting and not signing anything before you made the decision. Mm -hmm. So in that part, in both parts, you can go in both ways. Now, if you go to a self-defense school, in a few days you're gonna know if they're a self-defense or not. Now, how to understand what's the difference between competition and self-defense, is how the context of each technique that they train on the on the side of whichever side if you see like if they say like oh yeah we train self defense we train it whatever like we do that of course how to prove it is see how they train do they do most of the techniques on the ground or they stand up and practice with punches for example mm -hmm. punches on the uh, on top and punches on the ground. Yeah, just the word the, punch. If you don't hear the word punch in yeah. the class. Strike is or anything like that yeah. or managing the distance and stuff like that that matters in a self-defense uh, situation or common situations on the street or hey, yeah. this is gonna happen a lot on the street. Like stuff like that mm -hmm. that doesn't give you any context about the technique, where it's happening, that's right there. That's your red flag. Like, okay, they don't talk about punches. They don't talk about common situations on the street they don't talk about like any takedowns or managing the distance so i don't get hurt or knocked out yeah. so stuff like that you have to be really aware so that way you can filter it out and okay then the jiu-jitsu philosophy is yeah. that's it's totally forgotten. different too yeah you know like what's the jiu-jitsu philosophy what's what should you what's apply the mindset? It's just like technique yeah. after technique or there is a something else it's a purpose there is a lot else yeah when you talk about the philosophy of jiu-jitsu and why jiu-jitsu is so efficient what should you do to defeat somebody larger, stronger, more athletic than you, you know, there is yeah. much more than techniques out there. It goes deeper, yeah. You know, so, and really change the way you train when you understand and when you talk about the philosophy during the class. And after the class, sit with the students, talk about the history of the Jews, you know, for the students that want to hang out a little bit after class, sit and yeah. talk where jiu-jitsu came from, you know, so much information out there, you can watch documentaries about jiu-jitsu and how it started, this amazing family who created this incredible martial art, transformed the world of martial arts in a it way that's so never been seen before. 
you know so all these things are factors that you should uh, count when you're looking for a gym yeah and uh, I'm so lucky I'm so fortunate that I learned jiu-jitsu in Brazil and uh, straight from the source uh, the two perspectives I'm are so cool, lucky to to have this background there and this experience to train many years in Brazil and uh, and funny enough that I have a student that came to me the other day, like a new student, brand new student. I asked him, like, he came, he did the first class. I was doing trial class, the trial, 10 minutes trial with him. And uh, and he come to me and say, like, hey, you know, I, you know why I pick up this gym? And I say, why? He said, because there's a Brazilian teacher here. Yeah. And I want to be to the closest to the source as possible and I told him like curious, that doesn't that doesn't change too much yeah. you know like there's other other people that are not from Brazil they're amazing teachers yeah they're not from Brazil and uh, and they're also really good and he yeah. said like oh no I know I know that I'm not saying that they are not good it's just because training with somebody that came from Brazil bring other fun stuff with yeah. And then I say, what's this fun stuff? Oh, there's the accent. I like the <laughs> accent. I like the jokes. Mm. And uh, you know what I like more? I like like you are there like talking to your students about the, your experiences in Brazil. You know, like uh, the geese. I was talking about the dirty geese hanging in the jiu-jitsu gym in Brazil. Mm. And he was super excited about that. You know, he was like, oh, man, I, I was curious about how a gym in Brazil is really look looks like, like and yeah, the perspective, the stories. So cool. it's nice to, to hear that, you know, that I have this little plus that this experience that I had, like training young ages in Brazil and learning and so much things that happened there in training, you know, that I can share with students today. And they actually, they like it, yeah. you know, they like it. It's a plus. So there is all kinds, you know, maybe these students, he signed up, because of this catch, you know, like, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna sign up to this gym here because actually this professor is from Brazil and he talk, he, he make jokes about a dirty gi hanging in a jiu-jitsu gym in Brazil. Yeah. You know, See that was stuff, his man. thing, that was his thing. He liked yeah. to be there because of that. Great, you know, like other people, they not gonna care about it. You know, they're gonna care about other stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think we got it all, man. Yeah. I think we have a lot of uh, a lot of things that attract people you know and that's why we have this great energy in the gym like oh my god it's so good yesterday yesterday was a was a different day you know i i didn't go to work Rafael was teaching the classes i was home with my kids because my wife's traveling and uh and i knew i'm not gonna go to work yesterday but i was home with the kids and i said oh let's go to the gym let's go to the gym let's go hang out in the gym the kids okay sure and then I remember, like, I walked in the gym yesterday and I saw, like, everybody training there. I stop and I look, I look to the mats and I say, like, can't believe that I can just leave my house, come to my gym, and there is this bunch of awesome people here. Yeah. There's this bunch of people here sharing something that's amazing. And I walk in, everybody, like, hey, professor, what's going on? Hey, Jackson, what's going on? And I went, like, talking with everybody in the mats, like, 15, 20 people in the mats. I went, hey, what's up, man? Shake your hands. And... You know, and I left the place for like 10, 20, 15 minutes I stayed in the gym yesterday. I left the gym, I got the car, like, oh my God, this is so good. I didn't even train or do anything, just to go just there. Just the energy. environment, you know, and that's, uh, and that's... So good. And sometimes I really appreciate students when they get, there is something that's 
don't allow them to train. Maybe they are sick, maybe yeah. they are injured, maybe they are tired. You know, from work, there is a guy that he goes to the gym, but he don't want to train because he's too tired. But he's there, he's sitting there, he's talking there. here and there, looking, ask a little question, sit after, you know, so there's so much more involved than go there and show this perfect technique that's gonna work all the time. You know, there's so much there. Jiu-Jitsu is so amazing. I'm mm, so, it's incredible. I don't know, it yesterday was a, was a bomb of uh, rewards that came to my head when I walked in the gym. I was like, oh my God, man, I'm so lucky, you know? It's yeah. so good. No, and, and that's the thing to, to innovator and everything. That's the thing that you have to, they have to ask yourself. You're gonna get in a, in a community. You're gonna get into a community. Basically, when you pay, to learn jiu-jitsu, not only you're paying, you get into a community of people and you have to check out if you're, if the chemistry is there with you guys, with the, all the people around you and everything. Um, and one of the things we talk a little bit more on, on like everybody, but to, to give value with, if a woman is seeing the video, for example, you wanna make sure if, to, to feel comfortable with the gym that you're at and, and if you don't want to go just in and just go for the jiu-jitsu part and train with everybody like mix make sure that you have woman woman class for you only if they have it that's amazing that's a plus that you can have if not and the only option is the mix part hopefully you still train jiu-jitsu but make sure that you feel super comfortable yeah. with instructors and with the students because that's going to be not only a plus for you but you're just gonna benefit you a lot with the confidence and the and the security for you to feel and defend yourself outside. So it can be everything, not only as a woman but as a man as well. It happens a lot of times. Men are scared just to go in and train. It happened mm -hmm. to us several times. Uh, make sure that your kids feel comfortable as well. The other kids are not bullies or anything like that. So just the environment. Careful with the waivers. Uh, check if the gym is clean. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that. That I that I have seen from many gyms, not most of them, but there's a few that they just smell. Mm -hmm. and if they just smell, that means that there's a couple of things that they have dirty out there. So yeah. make sure that is everything nice and clean, and and that you enjoy it. the most the most important part that you go there and you're like Jackson goes. He went for 15, 10, uh, 10 to fifteen minutes. He got super excited because of the energy so well. So you want to feel the same way. You want to yeah. go into the gym feeling that way feeling better and going excited to go and train. So, anything else before yeah, we go? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I like to share these things because uh, when you talk about a new student going to a new environment, there's so much things that we cannot see. You know, like mm. when when we look from the inside the mat, we look like, oh yeah, just, just do it. Just walk in and, and do it. It's so simple, right? You sign the waiver, you do mm. a trial class, and you're good, but there's so much more than that for that student to really like jiu-jitsu and really embrace the lifestyle, you know? So all these details make a lot of difference, you know? Like as a business owner, me and Rafael, we are, we are growing very solid because we have these details in place. I believe that we've been working very, very hard to get these details in place for make the student, the, the, the main goal, the ultimate goal, is this to get a new student walking the gym and feel comfortable and feel home yeah. you know like right after you know the next day you send an email welcoming him with details that he needs to know and two weeks after if that student don't respond you always call and check on him and see 
how things go, you know, like just regular things that business do. But there's two ways to do that, you know. There's the way that you do with your heart because you really care about that person. Yeah. And there is the way that you push just to make more money and count another number in and, you know, like you don't really care. You know, it's all an automated system that's, yeah. you know, there is no this physical contact in this, yeah, the intentions of, of the communication with you. Yeah, the mm-hmm. intentions matter at the end of the day. That's why you feel it. You feel it when somebody's he's trying to get your money and you feel when somebody's really trying to mm-hmm. help. And that's the point of this type of videos is to give you as much value as we can, empathizing with you that either way, if you're not here, either way, if you're not coming to our gym, the important part is that you get the value and you train jiu-jitsu in another gym because that's the most important yeah. part. So that way you feel empowered and then you can hopefully visit us one time and train with us. And, and or you can go to several gyms and have the courage because it's not hard, but we're trying to make the the um, the friction, the scary, the fear a little bit smaller so that way you can step into a jiu-jitsu gym and feel more comfortable to the gym that you want to go, to the gym that you feel better and you feel comfortable to go. Yeah. Cool. So we hope to see you next week. We're going to be in California. And we hope to uh, check out next week, next week podcast. We hopefully either have a guest, a surprise guest, or we're just going to tell the experience that we have there. And then hopefully we can do it like a, in the beach or something. Yeah, That'd right. Cool, That'll That's cool. going to be cool. So, obrigado, Thank guys. Thank you, guys. Thank See you, so you much. next week. Bye-bye. Bye.